This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. Musician Bartiz Cox Jr., aka Bartiz Strange, released his debut album this year entitled Live Forever. His sound traverses art rock, emo, folk, R&B, and even trap rap. It makes perfect sense, then, that he comes from a long line of singers and musicians throughout the Deep South, and grew up touring around the Southeast U.S. with his mother, a gifted singer and music professor who founded a small opera company. As a child, he and his siblings sang in churches throughout the state of Oklahoma, where his family settled. It was there, in the town of Mustang, that he also got exposed to country music. Mustang is a... Typical rural edging into suburban, you know, white country conservative town. You know, um, we have like horse parking. You can't hurt me. I've been dead alive by the devil. It was around middle school that he would discover even more sounds and find the ecstatic communion of hardcore shows. My parents didn't let me listen to secular music when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And when I got to like seventh, eighth grade and had like instant messenger and my friends had cars and I started riding around in cars and seeing bands play. And I was like, yo, this feels like church. Like mm. hard, hardcore shows feel like Holy Ghost. Like everyone right. is like going crazy. It's like they're dancing in the, in the halls, you know? And right. um, that was like the big connection when I was like, music can do this to people. And like, you know, and I know how to do it. Though many are surprised by the effortlessness with which Barty Strange synthesizes these genres, to him, it's all at its root black music. And as such, he wants more kids of color to see themselves on that same stage. I want to, like, reclaim that space. And that's kind of what the record's all about, you know, is like, people think it's weird to see me do this, but it's not. And, right. like, I hope then there will be more. You can hear that mission statement explicitly made in his track, Moss Blurred. It's a rejection of genre and a powerful statement on how the types of popular culture we're told to identify with can undermine our self-image and determine our possibilities. I tapped in with Barty Strange at his home in Washington, D.C. as part of a KXP Live From Home session. Here's a little bit of our conversation. Talk about, you know, how huge it was to see bands like TV on the radio on TV and Black Party and see Uh these bands that had, that were mostly black and brown or had black membership and how inspiring that was. Having that that frame of reference um, is is really huge. And I, I see that talked about a lot in interviews with you about the, you know, how you genre hop in anything. But I know that, you know, to a certain kind of kid, that's, that's not, that's nothing. That's how you live your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's kind of fascinating. Like everyone likes to talk about, Oh, like, how are you moving through all these genres? And it's like, right. I listen to music. Like right. I, I love music. You know, I, I want to hear all of it. And as soon as I hear something I love, I want to know how to make it. That's mm-hmm. like how I am with everything in my life. Like, 
everything. Like as soon as I'm inspired by it, I'm like, how'd you do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, and then once I figure that out, I'm like, okay, like this is how I would do it. And that's right. just kind of how I make things. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, it's not that fascinating to me. Yeah. I know what you mean. When mm-hmm. I kept reading that, I, it, it reminded me, well, one, I, it's something I totally get somebody. If you, if you're black and you know about a lot of different genres, people are like, oh, you're so exceptional. And it's kind of like the musical version of, you know, you're so articulate. Yeah. You it's funny. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Like watching, you know, when I pull up to a show and like people realize that I play guitar mm-hmm. or whatever, they're always like, oh. So you're going to hardcore shows. I was really struck by. And of course, this is how a lot of people came came to know you. But uh, you were talking about going to see the national, and being struck by being one of the only people of color at the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that led you <laughs> to do some covers. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. Well, the, the Nationals probably my favorite band in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever for a million reasons. I can yeah. talk about that at any other time. But um, yeah, I went to the show in Southeast DC at this spot called the Anthem. Um, Really nice spot, but it's in a part of DC that is like very black. And, you know, as DC has gentrified, has remained very black. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, like I've been to national shows before and I kind of know who the the crowd is. So, you know, but I kind of expected it to be a little different here because it's just like such high density of black people. And I remember walking in and just being like, overwhelmed by like not only that it was white people but just like the type of white people and i think you know what i mean (laughs) we're just like it was just a very oppressive space like i felt like i did not belong there and i was like damn like this feels like high school like what's the deal you know like why is this so hostile and it just got me on this like thought loop like i was just like yeah like i can't be mad at these people for coming to the national show white people whatever it's it's more like why is it that like black people don't have a band like this mm-hmm. t- to go to the show of in Southeast DC at this beautiful indie rock spot? Like why aren't there more black bands like the national who have had like umpteen successful albums and the Grammy and, you know, making movies and producing the Taylor Swift record and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to span like all this time and all these genres and just grow and build this fan base over so much time. I was like, this is just like a quintessential successful working band. And I would love to see more black bands like that or more women like that or more gay people mm-hmm. with that type of like, you know, like power, Yeah. you know, that's what I saw was the power. Of yeah. It. Yes. Uh, you know? And I was like, I want to shift this. Mm-hmm. Like I want to shift the power back yeah. to me, <laughs> you know, you know, and, and, and people who look like, was. yeah, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. And, and, and you really name something with the power. Cause it's just like, I always trip on why didn't, you know, and I'm not counting them out, but why didn't TV on the radio turn into something like that? Yo, and I mean that so transformational seeing that Yo. band and I mean, so influential and I hear so many echoes of them in your stuff. Yeah. It just made my heart swell, man, for real. That was some of my conversation with Barty strange. You can check out the full interview along with his performance on KXP's YouTube channel. Hey bro, hey bro, hey bro, look, I'm the Mac. And that was way before I did the in the act. And that was back when I was Cause the money always come and relays, we on track Woo! I've 
was Sound and Vision. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you have the means, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation to support this podcast at kexp.org backslash sound. Thanks for listening.